Hey, hey. to another episode of that vhs podcast we've got mischief merch mayhem and a bit of fun and on this week's show fresh back from his holidays the coaches coaches coach he's got more habit than a monk it's rock your wear <laughs> what a great intro nick thank you it's very hey. kind of you and i have to say your new intro music is banging i love the tune Cheers, dude. Uh, that 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 intro of yours uh, took me twenty seconds this morning, <laughs> but it was worth it. <laughs> Amazing. How you fit? How you feeling, dude? After uh, after holiday, you feeling refreshed and good I'm and happy? Feeling now? refreshed. Uh, was chit chatting with Haley pre-show about just a lot of great quality time with my partner, and it's easy to get wrapped up because I run my own business. She's a busy professional. We've got two teenage kids. And but to just pause and to go be somewhere where I worked a little bit, but I worked a handful of hours and I had a nice. couple of days completely off. And some days where our only mission was to watch the sunrise, you know, or we went to go explore cenotes and to go see some ruins and or have a three hour coffee chat. Just just like nice. beautiful heart to hearts. So great, but my um, my bowels have decided to be a little funky this week, which has made a bit of a funny return to work, but I feeling a good like today's a good day if we had done this two days ago it wouldn't have been good <laughs> we, we we timed it okay then good stuff yeah. um H Hades just messaged me in the back back channel just saying we're not we're not live yet but it says we're live on my end so hopefully people will start to uh to come into the comment section uh fairly soon um so we're going to move on to our buy my stuff segment which is where uh you get to talk about you what you do and how you help people really <laughs> I love the name of the segment. <laughs> we just, we just, we get that stuff out of the way so that we can get onto the fun stuff, really. <laughs> well, there's, there's two ways, there's two schools of thought there. There's one, there's get out of the way so we can get to the fun stuff, or there's the try and like warm the, the audience up to who the person is and then if they want yeah, to sing their yeah. crap. Uh, yeah. And it's just funny because um, the kind of posts that do well, I know you're big on, on social content and helping people, you know, grow their businesses with social that those kinds of posts need to be few and far between. And it's more about allowing people to get to know you and uh, who you are and what you care about and how you can help them. And then once in a while, you can come in with a buy my stuff kind of thing. So it's funny. I love that way you titled the segment. Uh, I think I'm also super laughing because, uh, you know, I was on MySpace early. I was on Facebook. I got clients in those places. I got business on Instagram with different things I did in the past. And in the music world, which I kind of, that's why I love the tune you started with, like in the DJ world and music world, the buy my stuff posts were nauseating for a while. And someone like a, so a producer or DJ would have a new song out and they'd be like, buy my stuff. And they just post all their links. And it was always, ugh. anyway, so <laughs> don't buy my stuff. But if you are, <laughs> if you are a purpose-driven heart-led coach, someone who's doing it from the good of your heart, who's doing it because you have been through some things yourself and you're out there on the other end of it and you know that you are able to help other people and you're looking for growth, not just in your business, but in your impact and you maybe want help with your messaging, you're not sure who, who your niche are, you want to do sales in a way that feels authentic, you, you know, you, all those kinds of things, uh, then I would love to speak with you. Because I didn't intend on coaching coaches and the way you joked about like the coaches, coaches, coach, because it feels kind of silly. Uh, a few years ago, I, I would have told you I was a creativity coach. I worked with creative people to be more creative on a more consistent basis. And then people started asking me about habits. So they were like, hey, 
you're doing this habit stuff. Because I was sharing, talking about social using content. I was just sharing what I was doing with my morning routine. I was sharing my habits. And I was still working a full-time job then. But people are like, hey, what, what are you doing? Like, teach me this habit stuff. I want a morning routine. And enough people asked me that I called myself a habit strategist for a bit. And then without intention, when I launched and went full-time and quit my six-figure job to do this, 11 of my first 12 clients were entrepreneurs. I didn't expect that. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Why is that? I've been an entrepreneur on and off my entire life. They're rebellious. They're curious. They're trying to solve interesting problems. They're my people. So I did that. And then the last pivot before I became coaching coaches, which seems meta and kind of silly, is because coaches showed up and said, how the hell have you done this? How have you got clients overseas? How are you getting all these messages? Like, what? Like, teach me your ways. And the first couple of people I said, no, because I didn't feel that, you know, imposter syndrome. Uh, I didn't feel I could do it, but uh, I, I realized it was the universe trying to nudge me in another direction. So I made that switch. So that's the, I, I, hopefully that's a good enough answer to the buy my stuff segment. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I like him. Um, I like getting into the sort of uh, heart of uh, of people's why, why, why they do that. There has to be a, a grander purpose than I'm just doing this for money because you ain't going to get out of bed um, if you're doing it for that. So no, you know, because there's ups and downs in business. Some weeks yeah. are good, some are bad. Things go well, you experiment something, it doesn't go as planned. There's just There are these natural oscillating moments. There are with everything. And if you're just doing it for the money, you're just doing it for some kind of financial gain outcome, when you hit yeah. those dips, then you're not going to stick with it. No, you're not going to, yeah, you're not going to. And the key word here is consistency, especially with the social, which is like it's it's having something, a, a value set so strong that's at your core that you just keep, you just keep going. It's like kind of imagine it like a, like, you know, sort of hero trudging through the wilderness and the blizzards kind of coming at them. And they're just like, ooh, just kind of pushing forward through this big blizzard. Uh, Haley's just um just messaged me saying, uh, our, um, StreamYard has decided to balk itself and and we're not actually live at the moment, but we're going to carry on regardless. Uh, and then what we'll do at the end of the, the show, I'll take the, the record and uh, and post it up. So, um, yeah, StreamYard's decided um, this is twice this has happened to me now with StreamYard, which I'm not impressed about. So I may be switching live streaming providers at some point. <laughs> um okay we can't really do uh, our next segment which is our three word wonder because we've got no um we've got no one here to, to provide us with three words <laughs> so unless you want to come up with three completely random words off the top of your head um that you can use to uh, assimilate into a post so how this segment usually works is uh we get we get our our um uh, people in the comment section to just come up with three individual completely random words so for example they could be pudding space and oxymoron um and then and then you have to create a post based off of the back of those three words that incorporates those three words into it somehow so <laughs> we had them um, andrew mccaskill uh, um a few weeks back actually did a rap to his one which was quite impressive on the uh the live it's like freestyle rap i was like dude how have you managed to do that <laughs> super impressive <laughs> um so if you could if you can think of uh three uh um go for it which is going to be hard to juggle i know whilst we're doing a live but um so uh, if but... i'm coming up with three words you're going to create the post or vice versa or am i coming up with words uh, yeah I, we, we can do it both if you if you come up the words i'll um i'll uh i'll create a post off the back yeah of well i think yeah if we if we have no audience engagement i think if i come up with the words and create the post it's kind of cheating but if we do it to each other maybe that's the way that yeah, we yeah, that have a little bit yeah. of spontaneity <laughs> That works. I'm down with that. Um, uh, uh, our next section is our Riddle Media section. Again, 
this requires audience interaction. So we haven't got um, any questions from audience. I do have a question from our previous week's guest, so we could probably use that on a, uh, on a later segment. So it's on to our post with the most. So let's bring that up. Uh, where are we? Here we go. Oh, uh, Dan's just popped into my DMs. Daniel Creasy, you're... Uh, you're, uh, you're part of the live. You, you just, yeah, you've just been featured. On, that always happens. I don't think I've ever had a live where I haven't gone into my, into to go to go and interact with a post where someone hasn't popped up in my DMs. LinkedIn, if you're listening, it would be fantastic if you could allow us to have some sort of mute option for our DMs. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this one's from Alex Herman. So, do you want to talk about this one a little bit, dude? Yeah. So, <clears throat> there is. I don't think there's anyone who would be listening to this or watching this who don't know what's going on in Ukraine. There's been plenty of people talking about it, talking about the president showing his leadership, talking about how terrible and tragic it is, where you can donate money, all sorts of other things. But this is just very unique because Alex lives in the Ukraine and Alex has a, a successful business or had a successful business pre-war where he was helping people around the world hire Ukrainian software developers. Uh, if you don't know him, he's super friendly and really approachable. And he and I were chatting a couple weeks ago because I generally ignore the news, but the noise in the news yep. the week or two prior got so loud that I was like, God, might this actually happen? And I messaged him and we were laughing over voice notes and he's like, nah, fuck the news. I, there's not going to happen. And he just didn't believe it to be so. But the posts leading up to this were hey, it's really going on, like, here's what's going on in my town. And he's literally in Kiev, and you can see smoke from bombs. And then two posts later, it's him and someone running to the bomb shelter because of the air rain siren. So it's like literally him living in it. But this post really spoke to me because it's him saying like, hey, you know what's going on in my country? You don't need to talk about it. There's this person that works for me that lives in Poland that I want to ensure they find other work because he can't. He has no work for her right now. So it's, yeah. you know, his country's being blown up. There's terrible atrocities that are happening. Um, his, he's lost his business, but he's still taking the time to give a shout out to this person who works for him to ensure that she can find some work regardless of what's going on with him, which to me is just true that's, leadership. That's that is true leadership dude that is that is hero stuff that yeah is, that is immense yeah i'm gonna go and check that that post out after this because that sounds absolutely incredible it's kind of a kind of post i like so yeah, yeah. definitely gonna go and check that out awesome dude okay uh right and then on to <coughs> excuse me <coughs> the remnants of, uh, of covid there Haley, if you could uh if you could roll our uh our next segment vt for us please Pop quiz, hot shot. That's so great. Oh that always gets a chuckle. <laughs> okay, so so this is this is a uh, ten. Usually we get a bit of audience interaction here as well, which is always good when people um, kind of, are kind of struggling with the uh, the questions. But it's um it's ten movie related questions uh, in roughly a minute, um, and away we go. So hopefully, hopefully, although you haven't had your coffee, hopefully you're kind of semi awake now after that. Oh, so, right. <laughs> uh, which 1997 film stars Nicolas Cage, John Cusack, and John Malkovich? Really cheesy action movie involving an aeroplane oh uh it's about the prisoners isn't it um yes that's the one yeah i don't know what it's called but i can picture the scene con the... con con air yes <laughs> I, didn't the first one. Awesome. I i 
I'm historically not great with actors' names or sometimes movie names. So when you said the same thing, if you saw my facial expressions, I was like, oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Who is Kaiser Soze in the film The Usual Suspects? I'll I'll take the the, the character. He's the fake villain that doesn't exist, isn't it? And isn't it? Uh, it, it is, but he's but he is actually real villain in the he's he's a, a kind of a boogie boogeyman pseudonym, but he is actually played by a character in the uh, in the movie. Massive oh. spoiler alert for anyone that hasn't seen the usual suspects. <laughs> okay, so the so the character's name was Roger Verbal Kent. It's the guy that's actually telling the story throughout yes. the, the whole of the the film. He is Kaiser Soze, and it's played by Kevin Spacey. Uh, what year was the song "My Heart Will Go On" from Titanic released? Nineties. It was a nineties. Hold on. 90s well, I know because it's like in my mind. I'm, <laughs> I met the movie theater watching the movie with my high school girlfriend, and so I I know about when it was. Ninety six. Nineteen ninety six. Oh, dude, so close. Ninety seven. Ninety seven. Which artist sang the song "Oh, Pretty Woman" from the film Pretty Woman? Pretty, pretty woman, woman walking down the street. Pretty, pretty woman, woman. lie to me. Pretty oh, woman. it's a one dude, and it's an American, and I can hear his husky kind of Roy. Voice. Sorry, what's that? Roy, 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 uh, Roy Orbison. Yes, I knew you'd be in a muso, you'd get it, you'd get it eventually. Which 90s movie soundtrack is the best selling soundtrack of all time? 90s movie soundtrack, best-selling soundtrack of all time. Also starred Whitney Houston. Oh, the, the bodyguard. Yes! yes. Uh, the line, I see dead people, is from what film? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. The Sixth Sense? Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. Nice one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, in the Harry Potter films, what is the name of the curse that killed Harry's parents? Oh. My partner Melissa would have this, and my children have it for a second, but I have no idea. Avada Kedavra is the <laughs> answer. Um, in the Lord of the Rings, what is Samwise Gamgee's uh, profession? What does he do for a living? I'm picturing, I'm trying to picture him what he's doing before he gets called to his adventure. What is that? He he's, me- he's, me- he's messing around in a shrubbery. That might give you a massive clue. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. He's a gardener. He is a gardener. <laughs> <laughs> to me on a platter, and I still couldn't get it. In the Star Wars saga, what planet does Luke Skywalker grow up on? Oh, this is shameful that I don't know this. I don't. I can't. I don't know it. And it's you know what's funny about this is if I'm feeling kind of glum and I need a pick me up. I'll put a Star Wars movie on in the background to just put me in a good headspace that I might not only watch a part of, but. Uh, I won't remember the name of the planet. Tatooine is the answer. <clears throat> Damn it. Uh, the line, you had me at hello, is from what movie? Pretty Woman? No, it's Jerry Maguire. It's oh. uh, Renee, Renee Zellweger says it to um, Tom Cruise uh, right at the end because he comes through the door and, and he's like, hello, has anyone seen my wife? And she's like, you had me at hello. hello. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what the score was there. I think it was probably maybe around five. I'm guessing yeah, you're being generous. I think it was three uh, or four. Haley, 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 probably kept score there. Uh, um, uh, okay, we're going to move on to our next segment now, which is our back to the future segment. Rolls. 
Where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> the transitions are just something else. They're so creative and fun. Oh. They, they just get better. <laughs> Um, so, so today's uh, future segment we're going to talk about is the personification of marketing. Um, so marketing and being able to, to succeed with a very narrow niche. Can you tell us a bit more about that, Rob? So uh, let's talk about the succeeding with a narrow niche, and then we'll talk about personification in a second. So mm -hmm. I realized that getting the notification on my laptop might die, so let's not let that happen. So... If you and I were chatting 30, 40 years ago and I was helping you with your business uh, or you were helping someone else with their business because you help people with their messaging too, there would be a likelihood that the person really is uh, limited by their geography. They really can only service the people in their town or neighboring towns. So they wouldn't get too narrow with their niche. And, you know, the idea that you wanted to, you could, depending on the amount of inhabitants in that area, you were really kind of limited. I would still make yeah. an argument that you'd be better off being known as the best place for menswear in town than the place that sells for everyone, but still you could really succeed with that model. Now everyone's online. We're connected. The fact that, you know, we're five hours apart, live an ocean apart from each other. I worked with people in eight different countries last year. We are really connected with the entire world and it is magic. It is wonderful. It is great but it is also a noisy online world. And for you to be known for something, if you really want referrals, if you want, really want to become, you know, I'm using quotes here if you're only listening to audio, like a, a thought leader, uh, the, the subject matter expert, you know, the, the big fish in the little pond, the quickest, easiest way to really be seen as an expert is for you to serve a really narrow niche. I started working with someone recently who has a wonderful mix of skill sets and they started getting some people in financial services reaching out to them to help them with copywriting and they were considered doing it but it seemed like a really narrow niche and i encouraged them to pursue it and it's going incredibly well they've signed clients like two or three weeks in a row people are coming to them because they are able to speak to specifically people who are in financial services about their struggles with their messaging and their copywriting and yep. what happens if people feel really seen and heard by your message <laughs> and if you're able to articulate their problems uh, so well and sometimes better than them, there's this automatic belief that you understand the solution. So it's, it's you know, you try to speak to everyone, you're actually speaking to no one. And yeah. in a busy online world, the quickest, easiest way to deeply connect with someone and to make them feel that you truly understand them and to become a subject matter expert is to allow yourself to get narrow. And that might yeah. be like what feels like a really scary kind of niche. Like, oh, I don't want to scare people away. You're actually doing yourself a favor because no one's going to come to you if they don't, if, if you're just so vanilla and bland. So it's, um, it's, it's interesting. You said that she's a really good book. I, I read uh, the win without pitching manifesto by Blairness mm. um, a while back. And he says that um, by kind of niching down and narrowing down, you actually open more doors, not less. Um, so exactly. it's, it's an interesting concept. And I really like that. Um, talking about the personification of marketing, I, I think over the past 10, 10, 15 years, that that kind of overlap mm -hmm. between, you know, traditional, this traditional kind of siloed marketing um, and sales, it's it's so it's it's almost one now. And it's so contextual. I mean, you think about when you, you put a piece of content out on LinkedIn. Yes, you could say it's content marketing, but instantly you're into conversations with people and that is sales. And, and even the content that you're putting out is so contextual based on what conversations you've had with, with previous people or like if, if i know a particular client's um asked me a particular question i'll write an article just for them 
that is marketing you know at the speed of light you can't you can't do that kind of you know marketing traditionally was you know we'll analyze the data and, and we'll and we'll spend a long time kind of mm. with social it's like it's instant it's almost like you're having a free form conversation even with your content so i'm a, I'm a really big um believer in that and how much how much marketing's changed from its traditional um traditional role really so yeah i mean i could i could go on about that for i love hearing you write about that because it's so true that again it shows the power of the connectivity we have and the instant turnaround versus it being a long drawn out process you know based on historical data but i absolutely do that too because a few weeks ago i posted something based on someone who i was in final conversations with like i literally made the post with them in mind and yeah. talk about the marrying of the marketing and sales like so it's real time and the goal was to it's, it's to them. It's yeah, it's, it's contextuality at the speed of thought, isn't it? You're it's like you're having a real time conversation through your content almost. So to so to call it for me, to, I I I think honestly think the word sales and the word marketing are legacy terminology. Yes, it, yes. it's it's old it's old stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, Haley, um, if you could roll our uh, next VT for us, please. <laughs> okay uh this is going to be slightly easier for you uh because yeah. usually what we what we get the audience to do is ask you questions whilst you're playing duck hunt so you have to try and answer the questions whilst you're playing this it's a bit like you know the old you know um uh, patting your head and rubbing rubbing your tummy thing at the same time right. <laughs> some of the some of the questions get absolutely bizarre as, as the uh, as the game goes on um but the high score to currently beat um is from andrew mccaskill and alex munden which i think is 8600 so are you ready are you ready rob i'm ready and then what to, to am i just moving the mouse and then they yeah just just hit 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 the screen on, on the uh and the game and it should start playing there's only one way to find out. Uh, why isn't it working? Is it, is it not working? Oh, here we go. There we go. Mark. Hey, there's guys <laughs> over here. Hey. hey. See if we can get to the A600, my friend. So uh, so I'll ask you some questions <laughs> whilst we're playing. Um, what was holiday like? Where did you go? What things did you get up to? uh hold on i'm gonna mute it so that i can hear you better went to playa del carmen in the mayan riviera and other than conversations with my partner i was talking about went to mine ruins walked on the beach went to cenotes um and just walked around and people watched nice any any uh, any cocktails or uh i don't drink uh and i actually don't even really drink coffee but i splurged and had a couple coffees while we're there which led to nice. some, damn it, I'm dying badly here. I uh, led to some really <laughs> great conversations. Oh, oh, uh. Yeah, it's, uh, it's something I, I definitely want to do this year, and that is book a, an, an obscene amount of holidays. I've got, I am, I, I, we haven't been on holiday, I don't think, in what feels like two years or since my, my son was born. So there is a there is a backlog of holidays going. We've already booked a camping trip. We're probably going to book some skiing at the end of the year. We want to go somewhere really nice and do a big road trip and then go somewhere hot as well. And just I just want to lay by a pool for like two weeks with books and just oh my gosh this is switch off <laughs> so what, what what we got up to Ailey, if you could reveal the uh the score for us where's where's Haley gone you could move the um oh 
Is our score gone? We've got no score. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to completely guesstimate. I'm going to go with 6,000 for that one. <laughs> it, as long as, I think it's like everything else for this one, where it's just a little bit different than usual. And even if I'd had a high score, it, it wouldn't be correct. Like I, like, I didn't have people asking me questions like you normally have. I had you ask me a couple yeah, questions, but not the it's, same. It's, it's, it is hard when um when uh when you've got people firing, especially with um Eric usually jumps on the screen and it, and uh on the stream and he usually finds the most obscure questions. Like he'll just scour the dark corners of the internet to find the re like really obscure questions to ask people. <laughs> um, okay, uh, we're going to move on to our gratitude uh, corner now, which is our next segue. So Haley, if you could roll the VT for me, please. Gratitude, 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 corner. <laughs> <laughs> who, made, who made all these images? Uh, Mr. The wonderful Mr. Dave Officer uh, did all the graphics for me, um, and I did all the animations on them. Um, they are, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, there's there's no end to the production. Uh, you know, it was just a bottomless pit of money we spent on this this uh, this live. <laughs> <laughs> all these segues um okay so this is the the part of the show where we get to um just express gratitude really just to do um yeah for things that are you know are good in our lives and things that are um that are happening that, that we feel good about and, and they may be you know there may be things there may be people there may be experiences that we had so um i'm grateful for my uh, for my children, for my two kids, um, mm -hmm. at the moment they're just their endless uh, um, sense of optimism. Especially my um, my eldest, she's had to go through quite uh, a lot recently with kind of changing schools and sort of making new friends and stuff. And she's handled it like an absolute champ. So yeah, just want to express gratitude for both of them. Really, that's really what nice. you did. Uh, the first thing that came to mind too is my children, and just they're both teenagers now, and the depths of conversations we can have and. Particularly with our daughter, there was something last night where she was quite disappointed, which I completely understood. And it wasn't 30 or 40 minutes later, she came into our room and she came in with some snacks and came to sat with us on her bed and wanted to just chat and hang out and just watching her resilience and how quickly she bounced back from it. But the it's so beautiful to watch them turning into, into little adults and turning into like full-fledged humans from... You know, because you, you see them the entire journey. I'm really, really grateful for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's something I'm kind of uh, looking forward to and dreading is those uh, those teenage years. But <laughs> I'm sure it'll be absolutely fine. <laughs> I, I don't have any doubt based on how I know you as a father because and a parent, because you're, you're there now, you're present now, you're investing in a relationship now. And if you have a relationship with them that you've intentionally created from a young age, then yeah. the teenage years aren't nearly as bad as they are made out to be in the movies. Or maybe they were when we were teenagers. Like, I was a shit. I was terrible. Uh, yeah. I caused a lot of trouble. Like, the police arrested me and brought me home. Like, just, and I, that's not going to happen with mine because of the relationship and the, the intention around it. So. Yeah, and and yeah, I think I think that's what happens. There seems to be a sort of, uh, um, from my experience of what I've seen, it's almost like a breakdown of of relationship and conversation as they as they become teenagers, yeah. and it's like you just need to keep that that dialogue open and keep talking to them, and, and uh, yeah, treat them like like people. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, last week's guest, uh, Dino, uh, was his question for um, for you was, what feature would you most like to see LinkedIn roll out? One particular what, feature. What feature would I love to see them 
roll out. I would love either an overhaul of the inbox with more functionality there and to be able to kind of file stuff without having to kind of, there's some more functionality in Navigator. Maybe actually the thing I would like the most is just a better UX interface with content. Because if I want to mm -hmm. go look at older content or if anyone wants to look at older content, oh, especially yeah. if I'm posting frequently, like... Dude, it's at least kind of, um, you know, uh, do it by month or something. So you can kind of jump into a month segment or a week segment and just oh. look at that content. It's so hard to find older stuff. I mean, I I, I kind of use the search functionality quite well and, and all my content has a hashtag on. So I'll type in my hashtag mm. and a particular word that might come up um, uh, just to, to find old content. But yeah, trying to find anyone else's old content. I mean, the save features brilliant but you can't do that for every single post you come across it just just gets a little bit silly um it's silly. Okay. i love the way you've solved it for yourself because that totally works and that's something i'm not doing but it's for other people and it's for i encounter someone and i really like their stuff and i want to go see like what else they talk about what are their posts and it's tough yeah. and i also know for me that i really believe and have experienced it that bingers are buyers and sometimes someone yeah. will come across your stuff really like your message like your approach and they want to consume all your stuff and if it's this endless kind of scroll like oh. <laughs> it's yeah it gets gets a little bit painful <laughs> uh okay uh, on to our three word wonder segment so hopefully uh you've jotted down three random words that we could use potentially <laughs> what have uh, you got for me <laughs> i've got uh tequila yep um airplane yep and toes tequila airplane and toes Haley, if you could make a note of those for me because my goldfish brain will not remember <laughs> um and and that unfortunately is all we have time for today folks so um i'm gonna i'm gonna uh unfortunately we're gonna we're gonna leave you we weren't live today i will post this up uh, in the comment section of the actual event i'm gonna have stern words for Streamyard and, and at least claim some kind of refund from the two times that this has now happened and i do apologize to you rob um it, it, technical issues uh, um sometimes happen and there's not an awful lot we can do about them unfortunately but we still soldiered through and uh, managed to get alive and it's just cool hanging out with you as well dude so yeah, um really great yeah we're, we're going to be uh, we're going to be here same same uh, bat time same bat channel next week um stay safe everyone have a fantastic weekend and uh, yeah see you around uh, i've now got to try and find my oh here we go uh there it is